0: Welcome to the Gospel According to podcast, the first and only podcast looking at the intersection of pop culture and the Christian faith. I'm one of your hosts, Dan Ulrich, and I'm joined as always by my co-host. You may know him as Shallow End Hallahan. That's Dave Hallahan.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you know, one summer you refused to go in the deep end because I had a bad experience and Shallow End Hallahan for the rest of my life. It doesn't matter how many times I Swim underneath the rope. I'm out so- and Hallahan can't live it, it down.
0: That was one of those that you get words where they're like kind of rhyme. <laughs> if you're a rapper out there, you know, where you got to kind of fudge it a little bit. Shallow and <laughs> Hallahan. Shallow and
1: Hallahan. Eminem could do it for sure. Yeah, I mean, of course. He, he rhymed orange and porridge. So <laughs> <laughs> There you go.
0: Uh, We are continuing our – we're trying to stretch out milk these last few weeks of summer. uh, Yes. Continuing with our TGAT summer. We did beach. We did summer camp volume two. What else did we did? That was baseball, the summer sport. The boys of summer. The boys of summer. Missions trips, which a lot of them happen during summertime. So we're trying to get all of them – out, uh, and we're continuing today with the gospel according to swimming, the gospel according to pools.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I, I think like this is good, you know, there is, um, probably a decent amount of our audience is back to school now already. Sorry, sorry to bring it up, but it's true. We're not here in New Jersey, but still, we are listening from the United States of America, you probably are experiencing weather that you can still swim in. So so let's dive in. Hey, well, I'm ready to get my feet wet. Yeah, we're going to make
0: a splash in the podcasting community with this episode.
1: I, I mean, people are saying this, this episode is going to make some real waves. Yeah.
0: Don't hold your breath, Dave. Uh, we're going <laughs> to
1: go for it. All right, I tap out. You win. You win. <laughs> did
0: you, so talking about pools, did you have a pool growing up at the Hallahan pool. residence?
1: We did. Uh, we had a, a pool. We had an above ground pool uh four, four feet deep. And eventually I don't, so we moved out of that house like my sophomore or freshman year of high school. Some point before then my parents got rid of it because my neighbor across the street had a bigger pool with like a deep end and so we would always go over there and play and so my dad got tired of taking care of a pool that we weren't using and so took it down sodded where it was got some fresh grass in the field but but yeah when i was
0: that's smart though you know you don't
1: want to have a pool you want to have a friend with a pool i'm like i gotta start doing this in my neighborhood i think we like you need to have like a community get together and start Mm -hmm. divvying stuff out look like you depending on how big your neighborhood is like look you three people you get riding mowers and then we'll just share you know you you two, you get a pool uh you you've got the weed whackers you've got the snowblower like no need for us all to have these things just like they're they're all for all of us it's excessive yes we'll throw you a couple
0: bucks for chlorine tablets it's like you know yeah and just let us let us come swim there and uh Dave will stay in the shallow end. He promises not to pee.
1: (laughs) I promise not to get caught peeing. Oh, no. (laughs) Did you have a pool growing up? Yeah, so at
0: first we didn't, so we went to the township pool. Uh, Shout out Gloucester Township Pool, and I think that's where I learned to swim. But they had the, you know, two diving boards, they had the swimming, they had the lap lane, Concession stand where you could get like a Swedish fish, a penny for a Swedish <laughs> fish, uh, and a little brown paper bag. So I remember uh, that when I was real little. And then there was the dreaded adult swim. So they would call. So like garden. during
1: the day, they would pull you yeah. out of the pool, and they'd mm-hmm. be like, "Adult swim." Yes. Yeah, so, right? These adults a, need to pee. Let them. Let them in the pool.
0: As a kid, <laughs> that was the worst. Yeah. As an adult, genius. <laughs> brilliant just
1: brilliant yes get all
0: those brats out of the pool you know and even as a parent like okay let's have timmy take a break you know get some energy back eat some food drink some water stay hydrated yeah. reapply the sunscreen kind of some built-in time for that uh at the community pool there so yeah. adult
1: when I I had briefly forgotten about the pool that you guys did have cuz I was thinking the the house you guys moved into eventually later, the first house that you guys were in had the pool because we had a couple of like the VBS uh, youth after week, after parties after 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 parties there. I, I do I recall which those.
0: you know we could just let's talk about the insanity that was that week of our lives growing up. It,
1: it is crazy to think that we did that. I mean, you did it as a youth pastor, right? We didn't like go you as some- hard as. Yeah. we did as you so this
0: is what as teenagers what dave and i's one week of the summer would look like we'd wake up at seven thirty, or so something like that go to church uh and we would help run the kids portion of the vbs either as doing game i don't crew know what leaders what did you, games what, yeah crew leaders until i think i had like zach tenoya or something i'm like i'm not doing this again <laughs> shout out if you're Ricky. listening ricky ricky Ricky, Ricky. Ricky. he was was the crazy brother zach was my age yeah ricky his younger brother so if you're listening ricky shout out so we would spend three hours in the sun helping out with these little kids immediately after that we would go the youth group would go on uh day trips so this would be mini golfing bowling ice skating go to the lake lake candle Mm -hmm. uh not a sponsor (laughs) and we would spend two or three hours doing these activities. And then we would go home at like four o'clock, Yeah. maybe shower, eat a little dinner, come back to church at like six o'clock from Mm -hmm. like six to eight, have a youth service where we'd be playing games, worshiping, having small groups. And then after that, we would go to somebody's house and then like swim till 10 o'clock and then do this for like five days in a row.
1: Yeah. Yeah crazy i mean the i like great memories from that (laughs) and like as a teenager just like phenomenal time in the summer but yeah how did like uber parents parents do that how did you know because we were i certainly like the youth pastor but then like several youth leaders were kind of there every step of the way too so Maybe that's
0: that's why we had four youth pastors in six years, Dave.
1: (laughs) That that might have been it. We just burned through them. That week pushed a lot of people over the edge, I'm sure.
0: (laughs) But yeah, then we got a pool. Didn't do the township pool anymore. And we had some of those late night swims uh, at our pool, a big above ground round pool. Uh, Mm -hmm. And now I have a big in-ground pool that came with the house we bought.
1: Nice. So nice. now I'm
0: pool dad.
1: Pool dad. Yeah, yeah. We Leah like our backyard is kind of kind of like, like, wide, uh, like like a fan, but it's not like very deep. And, and there's some trees and stuff back back here. So there's not like a ton of space for a pool. But I feel like at least once a summer. But certainly more than once a summer. Leah like is just staring at our backyard and she's oh, like, no. trying to trying to figure out like where we could fit a pool. And I'm like, babe, it's not, it's not happening. So. tell
0: her to start looking in your neighbor's backyards.
1: <laughs> yes. But prepare for the the community meeting that we're we're gonna have.
0: <laughs> do you remember learning to swim? Do you remember when or how you learned to swim?
1: I honestly do not. Uh, I can remember swimming and that's about it. Uh, There's a vague memory and I'm not even sure how much of it is. Yeah, it's I think it's a memory of a story because as I'm trying to put the details together, I'm like, I don't know. But it was me or one of my brothers. Not really being able to swim and my dad having to like jump in the pool and like Mm -hmm. grab one of us because we were floundering a little bit uh but no i don't remember we never did like the official swim lessons or anything like that so it was just we had a pool our neighbors across the street had a pool and so i just learned that's one point i could swim that's all that i remember one point
0: you couldn't and then at some (laughs) point after
1: that you could swim yeah i remember at
0: the community pool Again, vague memory. I was very little, but they little kickboards. And mm. we, like, my mom signed me up for swim lessons. And I just remember kickboarding across the pool. And that was about yeah. it. Yeah. And that was it. It took I, me, then I could swim after that.
1: Yeah. I am waterproof. Like, I'm not going to drown in a pool. Like, that's not going to happen. But I'm still not, like, a strong swimmer. Like, I don't have, like, I, I like holding my breath underwater. Like I'd much rather plug my nose. I can do it without plugging my nose. I'm an adult, so I suffer. <laughs> I suffer through it, but I would like I'd rather plug my nose if it weren't for uh, the shame of plugging my nose, I would be a nose you, plugger.
0: You, you were a nose jump in the pool, hold your nose, guy. yes, I was uh, I was How are yeah. you
1: doing a cannonball then you you do one one nose plug, and then you hold your legs with the other with one. the other arm oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah.
0: My uh, my one daughter, Iris, we always say she was the water baby. We live by the Jersey Shore now. And when we first were about to move here, she like loved the the bay beach. we would go there and she'd like splash around. And then we got a little pop up pool in our backyard and she taught herself how to swim. She mm. willed herself how to <laughs> swim uh, when she was, I don't know, three or something, because she didn't want us to hold her in the pool. And she didn't want to wear a swimmy in the pool. And so it was like, you know, a three foot pool. So she would like stand with her tippy toes (laughs) on the ground and her head like perched up towards the sky and then eventually learn to hold her breath. And it would scare people at pools like we would go to places (laughs) because she would she was like tiny and she would put her face in the water and then swim, you know, 25 feet to the steps. Like after yeah. she jumped in and people would be like, have this concerned look on our face and like start to point to us. And we're like, no, she knows what she's doing, but she wouldn't <laughs> lift her head up until she got to the steps. And so <laughs> I think she conditioned herself to be able yeah. to hold her breath for a long that's time, funny. but yeah. basically she loved the water, willed herself how yeah. to swim. And that's
1: funny. She can swim to the day yeah. And she had two older sisters. So yeah. she's trying that,
0: to be like them, emulate that them. That probably played a part in it. Yeah. Yeah. My my wife Julie is a famous swimmer.
1: Did you know that? Oh, I I didn't know that.
0: She has an award at Southern Regional High School named after her. Oh wow! There is the Julie Tate Swimming Leadership Award. Okay. And up so until like, up, yeah, up until so she was like a four year swimmer, like right when they started the program. And up until two years ago, she still held the points record uh, for Southern Regional High School for most point career points. Uh, nice. And she might still be in second now. I don't know if anybody has come closer. Yeah, so she. Yeah. Well, that's it. So, I mean, I'm kind of <laughs> I'm kind of famous now
1: because I mean, you did start the first and only podcast about. Pop culture and Christian
0: faith. That's right. Do you have any? So, do you like hanging out in the pool? I, I don't remember this during the beach. Are you a pool guy, pe- beach guy? You're a beach guy, right?
1: I do like the beach, um, but I like the pool too. I'm both I'm favorites. Down. Both favorites. Both. Both. P- play. Play half game. Get full snow coat. No, yeah, I'm. I'm down for the pool or the beach. I think they're both. Both pretty cool. The beach, as a parent. The beach offers more distraction for my kids. Like they can play in the sand. Whereas like if we're in a pool or at a pool, they're probably going to want me in the pool with them and like dragging them around. Uh, If not me, then maybe I can like, sucker a grandparent or two into it. But uh they want someone with them. Whereas in the if they go into the ocean, of course, I'll be with them. But like they can just play in the sand or something. So for that reason, maybe I prefer the beach. Um, but I'm about the pool. I'm cool to just like chill and in the water, out of the water, whatever.
0: If you're not a parent uh and you want to know what it's like to be a parent at a pool, this is what it's like to be a parent at the pool. Hey dad, look at this. Dad, look at me. Dad, dad, watch this. Dad dad are you watching are you watching watch us watch us can you watch this watch us look what i can do watch this that's
1: yeah being I, a parent. we got like the we were actually just at the pool yesterday and uh nora was throwing stuff to me but and like i was i would throw it back and there are these weird like little splash ball type things and i like went to go get some that had like gone past me or whatever but she wanted to throw more to me and so then she was like daddy uh And, like, that was, like, the rest of the time, that's how she was saying it. I'm like, Nora, like, you need to stop. Like, we're we're not doing that voice right now.
0: Do you have any favorite pool games?
1: I mean, like, as a younger kid, like, Sharks and Minnows was great. Um, Marco Polo, also great, classic. Um, But then, as you get a little bit older, I mean, pool basketball has to be, like, the goat right we have many the pool matucci basketball pool. yeah at the matucci pool uh brian young yeah i mean it's hard to deny that he was the greatest pool basketball player of all time he was the shack shaquille o'neal <laughs> of pool basketball yes yeah the last the last real big man brian Young.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the game has changed since then now there's just a bunch yeah. of kids shooting from the steps Three Steph,
1: Steph Curry ruined pool basketball,
0: <laughs> but yeah, we would have these vicious where it was basically like wrestling to put the ball in the net, like the American gladiators game, where you yes, just sir. take the ball and then you have to put it in the hoop. It was that inside, you know, the shallow end of the Matucci pool, and we would be done, and you'd be like sweating in the pool, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you'd be like in yep. the pool surrounded by water, but you're just like hot. And sweating there's like scratch marks all over you yeah. from just, it's like you know, where do
1: you go to cool off from pool <laughs> basketball <laughs> like what, what what do we do we've we've really uh pigeonholed ourselves
0: but yeah like or just now that you're older just throwing a ball like something magical about being in the pool tossing a football tossing a tennis yeah. ball uh, with somebody else uh, or I'm, I'm a big fan of just holding my breath just see how long you can hold your breath underwater and I'm not a nose holder uh, like some other hosts of this podcast (laughs) who who will not who will not be named.
1: I do like with uh, both with our our girls and I'll even I'll play with Leah sometimes where like one person closes their eyes and then you like take them around the pool and they have to guess where they are and which direction they're facing. That's a, a fun game. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Leah, where are you? I'm, the, I'm drowning in the deep end. State. <laughs> but uh, we had to uh, do this emergency pod because it's been it's been hard trying to enjoy. And one of the things about a pool is supposed to be relaxing, right? And it's hard to be relaxed when so many people just keep wanting to engage in conversation and ask yeah. me what's the gospel according to swimming?
1: It was it was a little embarrassing because I said we were at the pool yesterday. We were at my in-laws pool. They live in uh, a community that has like a community pool. Mm. And so like they probably just wanted to have a nice peaceful day. But because I was there, everybody just kept coming up and they were like, Hey, you're, you're the guy from the first and only podcast. Right. I'm like, yeah, that's me. And they're like, what's the gospel according to this, the swimming pool. Mm-hmm. So I, I struggled to answer, I'm not gonna lie. So I'm curious to hear what you have to say. I can go back and report. But the best I could come up with was, um, and not maybe this cliche is a little too on the nose for swimming pool, but I do think the like sink or swim aspect of swimming and our faith, uh, kind of the like faith versus actions, like what is their relationship together? Like you can know how to swim. But if you don't do it, then do you actually know how to swim? Like Mm -hmm. at some point, as you're learning how to swim, you have to actually get in the pool and you have to do it. You can't have the kickboards anymore. You have to just go and actually swim. You can't have, you know, the lifeguard or instructor with their hands like just underneath your belly in case you like start to go under. Can't have mom and dad there pulling you around. Can't have swimmies on. Uh, Some people tell me you can't plug your nose when you're 35 years old, but whatever. you got to just, you, you just got to go in I, and yep. do it. And granted, Hugh didn't mean to swim, but he ended up swimming. Uh, Peter, like getting out of the boat and walking on the water. I think there's a little bit of that to the pool aspect. Like you can sit around and be like, oh, swimming is fun. And you're just like outside of the pool, but you got to get in and you have to actually do it. And I think our faith is the same way. Like we can talk about, oh, I know these things about Jesus, or I believe these things about Jesus. But if you're not out there actually living like Jesus, then what good is that faith? Much like what good is your knowledge of swimming if you never actually get in the pool?
0: Good. Yeah. Mine's kind of similar to that is this idea that like learning to swim and experiencing swimming is, is a hands-on activity Mm -hmm. that you have to do. and like you're saying that you have to get out there and actually swim that we can read our Bibles and learn about faith. We can learn about Jesus. And there's a a difference between knowing about God and knowing Mm -hmm. God difference between knowing about Jesus. Like, Oh, this is what the Bible says about him. This is what Christianity says about him. And then the difference between knowing Jesus through experience uh, with that and just thinking about the pathway to You know, growing up and learning to swim, that there was a point when you were a baby and your parents held you. There was a point when you wore floaties or swimmies uh, to that, where you're kind of doing that. You're kind of in the pool, but it was something where there was somebody else aiding you. And I think about my own faith journey that growing up, I went to church because my parents took me to church. I went to Sunday school. I went to youth group. My parents drove me to those places. My faith was very much intertwined with their faith uh and there's you know something to be said about the community of of faith and the family uh of God, but at some point uh scripture you know although it stresses God's covenant work through families and through community uh to redeem his people there's also no hope of salvation besides a personal faith in Christ. So you have to learn how to swim for yourself without floats. And that's something that somebody else can tell you about, but you have to swim for yourself and uh, keep yourself afloat and tread water. Uh, And so there becomes a point in learning to swim when it's like, okay, let's get the floaties off. Uh, let's get the pool noodles away. I'm going from shallow end Hallahan to deep end Dave. <laughs> hey. And I'm going to make this change and this hope of salvation on being a child of God, of experiencing God, isn't just because my of my parents any longer, but I've mm-hmm. made this decision to follow Jesus. It's my own faith. I'm owning it. I've accepted him personally, and I'm now going to walk or swim that life. That is Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah, no, I think that's good. And maybe this is some sort of fusion of like the two things that we said uh, with a little more sprinkled in. Uh, But I think faith, a lot of times when it comes to like evangelism, like we think that the role of evangelism or like apologetics is I need to convince people of the right things. And there are things to be convinced of when it comes to being a follower of Jesus. But I've said like for a while, like I really think you have to experience it for it to really be meaningful or to make sense to you. Like I can tell you things that I can, that I believe I can even like walk you through scripture and and tell you what I believe it, it is saying and is teaching. And you might agree with me, but really to, to follow Jesus, you have to experience what that looks like you have to try it and you have to do it and like i could sit around and tell people swimming is awesome it's so much fun and you might be like no i believe you that's awesome but until you do it and you're in the pool and figure it out for yourself it's kind of it's it's pretty empty and so i think like there is certainly a personal aspect to it uh both swimming and our faith but there's an experiential aspect to it as well it's not just Yes, like, I read a book about, I heard my friend tell me how awesome pool parties are, and I believe them. So I'm a pool party enthusiast now. No, like, you have to go to the pool party. You have to actually get in the water. You have to experience it for yourself before it's actually yours. Um, and so it's not convincing people that pool parties are fun. It's inviting people to experience a pool party and then allowing them to be changed by that experience.
0: The kind of the fan versus follower. Yes, yeah, yeah. The things that's like, are you on the sideline saying, "Yeah, this is great," or are you experiencing yourself? And there's been times where you've probably been at pool parties where somebody didn't bring their bathing suit, or somebody's like sitting on the sideline, sitting on the side of the pool, like sweating,
1: and you're like, <laughs>
0: "Just go, yeah. just go in the Dude, pool. Come what on, are, what get are we in, doing? <laughs> like, what are we doing? Yeah. You're going to hell if you do not experience." <laughs>
1: That's is that the sweating that was that analogy? (laughs) Oh, Dave, you'll play a game, of course. Pool basketball, yep.
0: I hope you brought your trunks. Let's go. Uh, I have Brian Young right over here, and he's going. (laughs) That's Brian Young's music. (laughs) So, I have a couple. People from the Bible or events from the Bible. And uh, one of the things that I didn't bring up as far as what I enjoy about the pool, but what I enjoy about pools is the diving board. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Uh, we have a diving board at the pool that we have in our backyard, which makes it very hard to get insurance for our house. Uh (laughs) But uh, the kids love it. And sometimes we have parties. Uh, or church people over they'll just be like 10 people waiting in line to jump off the diving board that's in you know, 10 inches taller than the side of the pool it <laughs> makes it more exciting <laughs> to jump in and so i have some of these names and i want you to come up with what these bible diving board moves would look like okay so, you know, we have our cannonball, our belly flop, our Nestle plunge, our pencil dive. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going Cannon, to give okay. you these names and then you're going to explain what this would look like. You going off the diving board or maybe you and a friend a or a whole group oh, yeah, of yeah. people going off okay. the diving board. I like. All it. right. So number one Bible diving board moves. We have John the Baptizer.
1: So he you scoop water and you just sprinkle it on their head. No, Oh, you're one
0: of those guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just kidding. This can be actually solo or in tandem. And if it's solo, then what you're gonna want to do is you are being baptized by John the Baptist. So you go out to the edge of the board and you face the other way. And it's based. It's a back. It's a back. What are they called? Uh, belly flop. Back flop. There we go. So you just kind of like you you cross your hands and you just you go under or plug your nose. And go under. Uh, but if, if you have a partner, then it's kind of like a wrestling move. The wrestling move probably has a name. The RKO? Yeah. Well, no, you're not RKO, like uh, a suplex.
0: Like rock bottom?
1: Yes. 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 Like a rock bottom.
0: Okay. Yes. All right. All right. We got there. Whew. All right. Next <laughs> one Bible diving board moves, pillar of salt. Dave, how do you do
1: the pillar of salt? So I think the pillar of salt is kind of like a fake out move. So you could even like bring in the Ron Burgundy, right? And you're like, I have a very important news bulletin. And you you say cannonball, but then you look behind you and you don't do the cannonball. And you just, you do like a pencil dive instead. Okay.
0: Yeah, I was kind of, yes, thinking the same thing. Like you're running up all dramatic, you turn around and then you kind of just freeze as you fall into the pool. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. The pillar of salt. Give him the pillar of salt. All right, number three. Oh, here comes Dave. He's going to do the cleanse the temple.
1: The the cleanse the temple. All right, so that's when you're at Dan's house, and there's a line of like 10 people uh, waiting for the diving board. And what you do is you just make yourself as big as possible, and you kind of like push everybody, and then you jump off the diving board. Added flair, you could get a pool noodle. Mm. And maybe it turn into like a whip. Yeah, maybe hit them yeah. with
0: it or smack the yes. water as you're jumping.
1: Yeah, the like crowd, it.
0: the cleanse the temple. <laughs> yeah. So next time you're at a pool, you can do some of these. Yeah, you, people yep. will know what you're talking about because they've been like, oh.
1: Even the lifeguards will be like, "That's fine." Yeah, just the, let them go. It's from the Gospel according to. It. Sorry.
0: Number four, Bible diving board moves the triumphal entry.
1: Mm. all right so if you've got a donkey (laughs) you can you can use the donkey but you don't have to uh if you've got a friend i think you your friend has to get down on all fours or you get down on all fours and then you just ride on your friend's back and you walk they either walk into the water or if that feels like it's a little too dangerous you can like you can ad-lib a little bit and like bray them off of you if you need to I was thinking, you take your friend's towel
0: and you lay it in on the water <laughs> on in front of the diving board, and then you oh, like, on the water. Yeah, so I mean, because you're jumping off the diving board, so yeah, well,
1: like you, walk for the diving board with it.
0: I guess you could, and then walk across it. I was thinking, like dramatic, yeah. you know, put it and then I you do, do a I belly flop. It. You do a belly flop on it or something like that. Uh, number five revelation.
1: Oh revelation! All right, uh, this this can take many different interpretations, huh? Huh? but I, I think uh, what comes to mind is the four horsemen of the apocalypse. So you got to get uh, three buddies with you, and you do just like a a war cry as you run into the water, and you all, all do your you wildest jump. moves. All jump in at the same time. Yeah, that's
0: good. Or maybe even do uh, four cannonballs at the same time there you and go completely you know mm-hmm. this end times happening in the pool there's yes, waves yes. they're splashing people on the side yeah i th- think getting yeah. wet
1: the pool party version of this is having several a lot of people in the water like doing the wave pool thing like making it crazy and then having a group of like four or more people kind of all cannonball in at the same time mm, nice all right. And
0: the last Bible di- Bible diving board moves, Dave, what is the Jacob and Esau?
1: Oh, the Jacob and Esau. I think that is okay. You, you are going to steal your brothers, your friends turn on the diving board when they're again, you got a long line of 10 people and then you got to fake them out. Somehow you, this, you have to know your audience for this one. So you got to be like, oh, like there's, it's time for ice cream or like, oh, like whatever. Like this thing is now available and they're like, oh sweet. I've been waiting for this all day. And then they get out of line and then you jump in and you take it from
0: stealing their diving board. Right.
1: If you will. Yes.
0: My, my version of this was, have you ever seen like uh, B BMX or like dirt bike? uh, where they do the big jumps and then they do like the Superman and they grab the bike and then they pull it back to them. (laughs) Yeah. So you have your buddy do a dive, but as he's diving, you grab his ankle because that's, you know, Jacob, you know, grab the heel grabber, heel grabber. And and then you kind of pull him back after you. And then you're like diving next to him. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. The gospel according to is not liable for any, uh, and I like being that. on the diving
1: board, you might have to have the Esau in this scenario in on it with you, and like Esau can just stay underwater longer, and then you like Jacob comes out first.
0: Right there, you go. Well, that's all I got, Dave. Thank you for joining us, all you tea gatters out there. Uh, for joining the Gospel according to. Remember to follow us on all social media platforms that exist, or have ever existed, or might pop up and exist now. And if they <laughs> go defunct, well, then we're sorry. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. You can float on a YouTube hey. uh, at TGAT Podcast. Dave does a great job of putting up some clips there of memorable moments or. When we do drafts and lists like that, Mm -hmm. uh, give us some comments, feedbacks on what we missed. Uh, Dave, you have something that uh, we missed, a reproof from our fast food episode.
1: Yes, I do. So you can send us any type of like mailbag question or or if we get something wrong, something that you disagree with, or just some comments about our show that you want read on air, you can email us at T G a T P O D at gmail.com. And we did get some feedback from our, um, our fast food episode. There's a couple of things. Um, one is I have brought this up multiple on multiple podcasts now. Uh, but finally the truth is coming out. Um, I have said that Miller Lite was the beer that had drinkability as its slogan. Bud Light, not Miller Lite. Uh, so I stand corrected. I not apologize. A sponsor. Not a sponsor. <laughs> I apologize for the Miller Lite slander. Uh, Bud Light is drinkable. So now we know. Is it? The, the Taco Bell quesadilla has jalapeno sauce. You didn't make it far enough in your training (laughs) to know that answer. Yes, of course. (laughs) (laughs) But it has jalapeno sauce. And this is, I think, well, we're both getting reproved here a little bit, uh, but you more than me. Um, Our friend Scott wanted to let us know that my fast food item draft crushed yours. Yes. But he wants us to both to know that leaving the sausage egg McMuffin on the board while drafting multiple sets of fries that aren't McDonald's or at least a McDonald's hash brown is unsettling. So I I will give you that. Your
0: draft blew mine out of the water. Absolutely. I as we were going through <laughs> it, you were taking my next off the board, and I was having I was in the draft room scrambling, um, trying to get some Just several scouts reach been, after reach. Several scouts have been fired from my team <laughs> since then. But yes, uh, but no, sausage doesn't is not is a tier two, tier three breakfast. Mm meat give me pork roll give me bacon all day before i'm eating a sausage patty on a breakfast sandwich scott
1: but if you are going fast food i actually i i breakfast wasn't in my head at all to be honest uh leah really likes the bacon bacon egg and cheese on a biscuit from mcdonald's um it is it's good but i have to be in the mood for it because like anything on a biscuit is just like extra dry so like takes all the moisture out of your mouth but i wasn't like breakfast items weren't on my mind at all the mcdonald's hash brown that is good i will say i will i will re-reprove or like i'm gonna retaliate with my reprove of scott here that i don't he he is just he probably thinks mcdonald's sprite is better than other sprites because he's going with the mcdonald's fries thing like it's not 1997 anymore scott like we've got better fries than mcdonald's they're overrated grow up guy yeah
0: and we're talking breakfast food we live in the northeast here new york area i'm getting a fresh baked bagel you know pork roll egg and cheese before i'm going to mcdonald's any day of the week come on that's fair well i was
1: I was going to call you out for saying New York over Philadelphia, but then you went bagel and I was like, okay, that's why he wants people to know we've got good bagels here. So I'll allow it.
0: Yeah. And so, you know, Philly's got good bagels too. We got true. true. We got good bread. Thank you for sharing the gospel according to with your family, your friends you know, share this, even if you think we're wrong, you know, share it and let other people know. Uh, Thank you for sharing it with your family, your friends, and even that kid that keeps splashing you in the face with water, even though you tell him multiple times to stop, Darren.
1: (laughs) Yes. And do your part in obeying the Great Commission by helping us spread the gospel. According to podcasts, one very easy way to do that is by leaving a five star rating and review wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. It's free. It takes about as much time as a cannonball. So it
0: it might take more
1: time to not
0: give us a five star review than (laughs) it is thinking how much
1: time you've wasted not giving us a five-star rating and review but be sure to leave your own review we'll be we will happily read that here next week on your favorite hump Day podcast this was the gospel according to the swimming pool my volume is probably just louder i will turn myself down a little bit Just to make sure. Got to nip it in the bud, you know.
0: Yep, nip it in the butt. Right in the
1: butt. (laughs) In that bud. All right, take two. I promise not to get caught peeing. I can do it without plugging my nose. I'm an adult. And then it gets wrapped around your head and you die
0: wow that took a turn uh we'll, a good,
1: we'll, see I, I might, next, we'll see you next i'm gonna cut that out <laughs> bud light is drinkable so now we know is it